We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's January 16th. It is 2024. We have a three-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast, riding solo today with only three games. I uh, hope everyone had a fantastic football wild card weekend. What a what a wild weekend it was. I can't believe um, some of the upsets that we saw. This weekend, you know, obviously, I think a lot of people kind of expected Cleveland to beat Houston and Houston blew them out and then Green Bay blowing out Dallas in that game. And then, you know, here on Monday, we had Tampa Bay beat Philadelphia. Philadelphia really struggled down the stretch just in general. And you could really just see how much they were missing some of those key players in that game against Tampa. But good for Tampa. Good for Baker Mayfield. 330 yards i think and he threw like three touchdowns so good for him to see him have a big game excited excited for the divisional round next weekend here or this weekend coming up with houston and baltimore green bay and 49ers and i can't wait for the tampa detroit game and the chiefs and bills on sunday we got some phenomenal games we'll talk about that later this week we do have basketball only three games on the docket here for this slate. Very interesting slate overall. I mean, this first game that we're going to talk about has a ton of news that we're going to be watching. So let's get started with that one. Denver at Philadelphia. 227 total here. Philly is a four-point favorite. The whole starting lineup for Denver is questionable. KCP, Aaron Gordon, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, and 
Michael Porter Jr. So they're all questionable. It really seems like this is the potential to be a um you know maintenance day for for Denver. Strother's out. So if we do get news that like they are gonna sit their starters here in this game, then you know, obviously we're looking at this Denver side for value. Jackson, Braun, Watson. Um, I don't know how much we would see like DeAndre Jordan play, maybe around like 25 minutes, but he's 3,300. He'd be a, a phenomenal value play. Justin Holiday's on this roster. He would probably play a good amount of minutes in this game. So waiting to see what we're going to do here because it, it's going to dictate the whole, whole slate. You know, you're going to play so much value from this Denver side. I think Watson, Peyton Watson would be my favorite if everyone sits here. Him and Braun, I think, have the highest upside. I think DeAndre Jordan probably has a really high ceiling here as well at this $3,300 price tag. So Denver Denver in general will be phenomenal, and there's going to be a lot to love in this spot for this team if we do get news that they're going to end up sitting these guys. So watch this news. Uh, if everyone plays... Jokic's minutes have been kind of on the downside. I know they've had a lot of blowout games here recently, but he, you know, he really hasn't had that like ceiling spot getting into that like 70, 80 fantasy points, but it's a three game slate. Raw points are going to matter. He's definitely one of the top plays on the slate. If he does end up playing in this game, I think Jamal Murray at 8,300 is very much in play. And then if I was going to choose between Porter Jr., and Aaron Gordon, I think this is a better matchup for Porter Jr. So I would prefer him. I will say, like, Philadelphia in general has been one of the best, you know, three-point percentage teams allowed this season. So not a great three-point spot here just in general for Denver. So, I mean, I think, like, KCP, if he plays, I'm not going to be playing a lot of him. On the Philadelphia side, it is a back-to-back for Philly. They did announce that like Joel Embiid is expected to play the back-to-back. Melton's going to be out again. He's going to be out for about a week, so we know that he's going to miss this one. So if Embiid does end up playing again, raw points going to matter on a three-game slate. So he's definitely another top-end play. If everyone sits on this Denver side, I definitely want to get some exposure to Embiid, but I'm a little bit more hesitant to play a lot of him just because I don't know if the game necessarily stays close. Maxi, even with raw points mattering, his point price is kind of up there. Tobias's price is still kind of like bumped up from Embiid. Same with like Ubre. So it's really Embiid for me. And then if you're playing 20 plus teams, I think you have to sprinkle in a little Maxi here as well, even with Embiid coming back at this price point. Sacramento at Phoenix, 243 total in this game. Phoenix is a four and a half point favorite. Murray's questionable on the Sacramento side. Bull Bull and Lee out for Phoenix. So looking at the Sacramento side here first. I mean, pace-wise, Phoenix likes to play slow. They are one of the better rebounding teams in the NBA. Defensively, they're middle of the road. Both of these teams are kind of middle of the road. We have a high total and you know, Sacramento is going to try to push the pace. I think that this is a great spot for De'Aaron Fox. 
He's averaging 51 fantasy points in two meetings this season against Phoenix. Sabonis is averaging 53 fantasy points in two meetings against Phoenix this season. So I think this is a spot we probably want to pay up for the two studs here in Sabonis and Fox. If I mean, especially if we get the value on the Denver side. If Keegan Murray ends up missing this game, I think we would see like a minutes bump. Because like Kevin Herter's minutes have been bumped already. So I think the minutes bump could potentially be a guy like Trey Lyles. Um, so he's cheap. If we don't get all that Denver value, we could potentially take shots on Lyles if Murray ends up sitting and missing this game. So kind of pay attention to that one. Harrison Barnes minutes are still kind of all over the place. His production's way down right now. So Sabonis, Fox, and then if Murray sits, I think you could take some shots on Lyles. On the Phoenix side, love this spot for Phoenix. Like I said, Sacramento is going to try to push the pace. Phoenix has the highest implied team total on the slate. Phoenix is in a great spot for three-pointers here. We've talked about it a lot this season. Sacramento has really struggled defending the three. We got the big three going here. Kevin Durant back playing. Good to go. He's probably my least favorite. Of the three, I think this is a really good spot for Devin Booker. I mean, his assist rate definitely going to be higher in this spot. I think it's a good spot for Bradley Beal as well. We're somewhat reliant on Bradley Beal scoring, but I, this is a high upside scoring spot here for Bradley Beal. I wanted to talk about his three-point prop, but I mean, it's like minus 180 for over one and a half. I almost kind of hope that they move this line to two and a half because I still like the over on two and a half with this three point matchup that he has here. So if they do end up moving this to two and a half, I think I'd still take it if we're getting good um, odds, but I don't know if I can take minus one eighty for one and a half um, more likely to take Bradley Beal's point prop here than to take the minus one eighty on his three point prop. Grayson Allen gets a nice three point matchup as well. He's 5,800. If he can go for like 30 plus, I don't think he hurts you in this spot. And then as far as like Nurkic is concerned, he's okay. I'll say it um, outside of Embiid. I don't necessarily love centers on this slate. I guess Sabonis is a center technically now. So you could definitely play some Sabonis. You could play Holmgren in that, you know, matchup that we're going to talk about next. So, so for Phoenix, I think I'd rank them. Beal, Booker, Durant, and then Allen and Nurkic there to get some minutes and some extra run. But definitely one of my favorite teams on the slate and ton of interest here in Beal and Booker. And we'll probably get some exposure to Durant somehow here as well. Might be some unders. We got Thunder at LA taking on the Clippers here. 236 total in this one. Clippers a five-point favorite. Thunder, second end of a back-to-back. We know SGA was like a game-time decision with the knee, but was end up playing on Monday. So he should be good to go. I know knee sprains, you know, they he obviously can miss this game after playing on Monday, but had a really solid game on Monday. They ended up losing in that game, I think by seven to the Lakers, but SGA ended with like 24 points and six assists. So definitely interested in SGA if he plays. Uh, if he sits, it's a huge bump um, to a lot of these players. Jalen Williams, Josh Giddy, Holmgren, 
Dort, I mean, just Wallace. All, all these guys would get bumps if SGA is out. But if he plays, it's really SGA and Holmgren for me. Maybe a little bit of exposure to Josh Giddy. I think they kind of need Josh Giddy's size and matchups here. But Josh Giddy, his minutes are just kind of all over the place. Only played 22 minutes against the Lakers. And it wasn't foul trouble or anything. Holmgren got in a little bit of foul trouble, still ended up playing over 30 minutes. So just when Josh Giddy's not hitting shots, it doesn't seem like they give him minutes. Um, they get Wallace and Joe involved. So I think it's SGA, Jalen Williams, Holmgren for me. And like I said, maybe a little Josh Giddy because I do think the matchup is definitely good, Josh Giddy matchup. And then on the Clippers side, ton of interest here in Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi is one of the top players on the slate. I mean, I think you want to get exposure to Kawhi, George, and Harden in this spot. And then with Zubak out, I would assume that Daniel Tice probably plays like 20 to 25 minutes here at 4,400. So could potentially be a good pivot off of the Denver spot. So I think... The big three, very, very much in play. And then Russell Westbrook did play 29 minutes the other night with Zubak out of the game. So maybe this is a spot you could take some shots on Russ, assuming that he's going to get more run here with no Zubak. Norman Powell got a little bit more run last game too. So I think the Clippers are going to try to go small as much as possible. But, I mean, Holmgren's going to potentially get 30-plus minutes here. So I think that's why you can take a few shots on Daniel Tice, uh, depending on the Denver value. We rolled through that one. I know it was only three games, and when I'm solo, I talk fast. Sorry, but we rolled through that one. I did set up a morning grind game already, so let's do that, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Quick podcast today, back for a normal slate. (laughs) I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm assuming Wednesday's slate is going to be a big slate. So, All right. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. I'm going to go Peyton Watson. It just sounds like Denver's going to rest people here. So if Denver ends up resting everybody, I think Peyton Watson has a lot of upside here at 3,500. Really like him as a value play. If Denver doesn't rest people, I do think this is a spot you can take some shots on Daniel Tice. Over 8K to go under 5X. I'm going to go to Kevin Durant. Durant's production is definitely going to be affected by a healthy Bradley Beal and a healthy Devin Booker. Not going to need to score as much as he did um, at certain points of the season. He is 9,200. His price is coming down and it's getting really close to being playable, but I think this is a spot I'd rather take Booker and Beal. Favorite 6X play today, I got Kawhi Leonard as my favorite 6X play. I absolutely love this spot for Kawhi going up against the Thunder. I think this is going to be a really good competitive basketball game. Kawhi is someone that rebounds. He gets assists. He you know, gets stocks, and he's a guy that's going to score. So love this spot for Kawhi Leonard. And, I mean, he's just been uber consistent recently and pretty much for the last month or so. He's just been a guy we're looking at for 40 to 45-plus points every night. My Let's Get Weird GPP play of the day, I'm going to go Bradley Beal. It's really hard to get a Let's Get Weird GPP play on a three-game slate, but I really like Bradley Beal for tournaments on this slate. So I'm going to talk about Beal in this spot. You know, again, just an uptick spot as far as pace is concerned. And, I mean, this is a guy, 24% usage. He's averaging almost 18 points a night. 
and he's been dealing with injuries all year. So healthy Bradley Beal, almost a fantasy point per minute guy, gets a huge bump here going up against bad defense and a pace up spot. And going into my player props, I am going to take Bradley Beal's point prop here at 20 and a half. You can get it at minus 105 to minus 120 on most books, depending on where you're at. So I bet this a few minutes ago. Love the uptick spot here. So Bradley Beal over 20 and a half, 20 and a half points is my player prop. I don't have a bet that I'm really liking. I will say I don't hate taking Philadelphia minus four night before here and risking that Denver rest people. It is a back-to-back for Philly, but this line will be way, way, way different if all these players for Denver get ruled out. I mean, you're going to be looking at Philly probably minus like 11 or 12 here. So if you want to roll the dice a little bit and gamble that Denver is going to end up sitting people, I think this is it. This Philadelphia minus four line is very doable here. So, I did I did roll the dice on that one and bet that one as well. But I, again, I think it's a little bit more riskier because you're really kind of hoping that Denver sits these guys. That's gonna wrap it up here for Tuesday's podcast. Appreciate it, everyone. We're back on YouTube on Wednesday. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. Hope everyone has a fantastic Tuesday. We'll see you again tomorrow.